Good morning uh, or good afternoon um, to everyone who's listening in today. Thanks for joining us. This is um, Talking Local, the We Are Acuity podcast, um, talking about th all things local marketing. Um, and today we're going to um, run over a case study, piece, a piece of work that we've done, something that we're proud of, um, which is very much part of the customer journey. So um, by, by looking at things in a more holistic way, rather than looking at things as individual kind of uh, projects, it helps us to make sure that we've covered the full 360 um, of the customer journey. Um, and it means that we always offer the, the added value and the right materials at, at, at the right time, really. Um, when it comes to automotive, which this project is for our client, um, Citroen UK, um, the, the traditional linear model has very much changed over over recent years um, with the arrival of uh, the internet. And now um, it is potentially a, a quite a fragmented journey. There's, there's, of course, lots of theories about what that journey exactly looks like. But for, for, for the purposes of this discussion, um, we need to make sure that the customer is able to move seamlessly um, between uh, the, the online world and the real world, so the world of, of showrooms, uh, of physical cars, of test drives, but also to be able to go away and, and move swiftly on to continuing that story in an online environment with videos, uh, images, specification, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so this particular piece is something that's been overlooked by a lot of automotive brands and very often sits alongside the, the, the car in the, in the physical showroom. Um, so part of what we wanted to do is allow people to switch from the showroom. A lot of people um, will go to, I think it's like two and a half visits to uh, a dealership uh, compared to it used to be something like about 12, I think, at one point. Um, so people go in, see the car, walk around it. How can we then make it easy for them to, to have content that they can go away and um, consume at their leisure um, at home? And we felt these spec sheets were a really good uh, opportunity to uh, uh, to do that. So so we call these um, uh, Citroen uh, spec sheets, um, and um, we've we've developed these now to be a little bit different to um, what they've been before. So Mike, can I bring you into this to to just give us a bit of a heads up on the what the initial objective was? Yeah. Hi everyone. Um, this I mean this for me i was just thinking it was really a, a kind of classic acuity project where as you say we're working with a big automotive brand um but actually we're solving a problem for multiple clients and departments with within that brand so uh as you say from a from a, uh, a dealership point of view um we've just come out of pandemic times and lockdowns and and the showroom environment has been a bit neglected um, and uh, a lot of those things that used to be printed are maybe not valued anymore um, and have stopped happening. Um, and then from a, a product team point of view, uh, they obviously want to make sure their products are displayed in the best light in, in the showroom and that customers have got the right information and access to the right um, content in terms of a digital journey. Um, so, so actually, it's turned out to be a really nice project which has ended up in the dealer environment, but actually we've solved a problem for uh, for the the product team um, who really value 
people clicking through at uh, the website and, and taking that journey through to a product brochure and and they really value those leads people obviously submitting their their data at that point um and they can be followed up so yeah really a really nice project that's that's ended up in some some lovely creative work which has been well received but but actually the the strategy is, has really helped multiple stakeholders within our within our client base so so moving on to um, you graham from a from a creative perspective mm. what was the uh, obviously the the brand has changed a bit recently and and it's just changed uh, again what, what when you came to this what were you looking to try and uh, achieve uh, what what were these um spec sheets like before and um you know why are they the way they are now well i think originally they were word files that um the dealer themselves would uh, would update type over you know spec points and um latest usps uh, and print them out themselves and and then insert them into their little lecterns um which was fairly successful but didn't really um represent what was going on creatively on a larger scale <clears throat> um so i think the first thing we tried to do was um bring the creative look and feel that is out there for each of these models into the showroom so there was that kind of synergy where where people arrived at the showroom they recognized that's the car oh yeah and that's the advertising i've seen for it or you know the the web banners and social media posts that all kind of matches um there was a slight complication in, in that the, the client wanted longevity from these things makes sense um and didn't want to feature um a, a, a specific bit of creative that they felt may be go be, you know become out of date um sooner than than ideal so we kind of we were inspired by that creative but we just we, we kind of simplified it massively and and just kind of used the core kind of colors from that um as a kind of just a flat background and really um highlighted the models okay and it uh, seems like um, perhaps, you know, when we'd previously done these with Word, it was very much, the re I believe the reason why we went for Word was um, every dealer would have a different product. And the idea was trying to replicate the specification um, of the car that was in the showroom with what was on the spec sheet. So you needed that flexibility for dealers yeah. to be able to bring in the, the you know the right bullet points in the with these pieces yeah. to give them that longevity um from what i understand we've we've simplified to the key usps of the product and then by adding the qr code mm. it allows the customer to see the full range of of real life specification that is on the on the website and in the brochure and i guess what that does is that prevents mistakes whereby you know a dealer accidentally puts on the um you know the 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 rocket powered sat nav or whatever the, the latest whizzy mm -hmm. thing is that you then find that this this model doesn't have because the specifications and the technologies in these cars is is getting so kind of complex now we don't want to have that scenario where a customer thinks they're getting something and then they end up getting something else so i guess by linking you know the one of the other benefits of having a, a hybrid piece of point of sale that links between physical and online is that it you 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 know the website's always going to be update up to date so the spec is always going to be the most up to date as well yeah definitely um i think yeah as you say in the previous word files they were matching 
precisely the spec of the car that's there in the showroom with what's written on the bit of paper um, next to it and yeah like the alloy wheels and and to be honest most people can see what type of alloy wheels it's got because they are stood next to it so it was um they were kind of key usps enough to get someone interested um and scan the qr code to find out precisely what what's included Mm. and there's a couple of qr codes on each one isn't there so there's one that's find out more on one that downloads the brochure so uh, as we produce these interactive uh, digital first brochures now um, for Citroen. It links, I guess, directly into that, which aggregates all the content videos, um, technology, you know, um, explainers and all that sort of stuff, I suppose. So that that kind of dovetails together quite nicely. Yeah, yeah. One of the QR codes goes to um, the online showroom, I believe they call it, which is, yeah, uh, up to date, latest spec. I think it clicks through to offers as well. Um, And then the other QR code is to download the brochure um, because I think they've made a decision recently to just produce digital digital brochures, no printed ones anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so the, I think you've touched on the the sort of challenges, Mike, of of the post-COVID showroom environment which is very much sort of stripped out of of everything but in the research that you did i think you you found that uh, dealers actually did want some tools to kind of help them in in you know explaining the vehicles to to customers <clears throat> yeah i mean we we get out and do field research uh we visit dealers we've got great relationships there um but also going out and seeing competitor dealerships as well um so we've got a really good understanding of what's what's out there in the um in that kind of dealership environment uh and and yeah i think we found that you know walking into a showroom um for the first time in in kind of 12 18 months it did feel quite empty quite neglected um lots of space to have things on display that that wasn't necessarily being utilized uh and yeah speaking to to kind of those key sales managers or or um, marketing managers in dealerships yeah they were just feeling that they really needed some some more support so um yeah it's been it's been great to, to support them and help them from from that point of view um and i was just going to say in terms of the i think the one of the beauties of the the final design and the final piece that we've created is i think it also made the the product team and the product managers at, at citroen a bit more single-minded in terms of what's the most important things for me to communicate to a customer because we, we see it with the competition and and maybe with previous versions of of the Citroen document there's also almost been a uh a 20-page brochure on one sheet of A4 paper um and it's it's not been something you know particularly good to look at or, or something that a customer is going to interact with and, and be able to digest so I think that the beauty of what we've created is it, it's very easy to to see what the key specification is on that car um and obviously you're in the showroom so if you want to know more you've, you've got the opportunity to to speak to the, the dealership team um or if you'd rather take that online journey we've got the qr codes which which take you that way so we're really we're kind of really providing for for all all kind of needs there and <clears throat> i we've guess really some... this 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 um this particular project that we worked on is part of that much bigger picture uh, the much bigger sort of dialogue around virtual and um, online and obviously for for many years we've always had this 
thing hanging over the physical world that everything is going to become is going to you know be done through that you know on online um sort of window really and uh, you know and i think with all with all of the automotive brands that we work with you know they've all put in a huge amount of effort into e-sales you know e-commerce ways in which customers can buy online um and and a lot of them have got that set up now but the the feedback that we're finding is that people still very much prefer you know it's right they you know i think something like 94 percent of people now do their research online but when it comes to buying the car people still enjoy that physical environment of going and sitting touching feeling driving and also just talking to somebody about it who who is a product expert have, have you got any thoughts on on that at all mike or, or graham yeah i think yeah i think you're right i think you said at the start peter that the, the customer journey isn't isn't linear um and you know it's, it's not a linear digital journey you know as you say digital is um very much the focus for for brands and everything that can be measured is measured and probably we're measuring to to saturation um and you you know you shouldn't assume that someone doesn't want a bit of print in their hand or doesn't want to go to a dealership and speak to a a human um obviously we know that the uh, the the car buying journey you know big percentage will start online um google has a role to play websites social media all of those digital um environments have a role to play but yeah there should i don't for me there shouldn't be an assumption that you know print um or the showroom or uh, the staff at a dealership don't have a really important role to play certainly mm. I, I think we used to even call these um documents silent salesmen um because they were kind of trying to do the job without a salesman but i i think it just it's so important that there is still a salesman there and so a, a physical person to talk to and um you know discuss models and discuss features and spec and um so it's never going to take away from a, a human being mm. yeah exactly and and um have we got any have you got any kind of thoughts at all mike on on you know what the what the future might might look like obviously there's a there's a, a lot of talk in the industry about um, the agency model and it, you know, there's no doubting that it is going to um, become more of a thing over over the next sort of few years. Have you got any kind of thoughts on what, what that would look like and how that will, will work, not just from the brand's perspective, but also from where creative uh, agencies can support, um, you know, brands in, in that transition? Yeah, I think it's it's obviously a really interesting time, isn't it, in automotive with, um, you know, electric has obviously been around for a while, but hydrogen being discussed, the agency model, um, you know, we're, we're seeing brands that are opening up um, kind of sales outlets that aren't traditional dealerships. Um, so, yeah, really interesting times. I think in in terms of the, the agency model, um, you know, we, we kind of, um, wait with bated breath to see how that goes next year for for some brands that, that we know are launching that um for for me it probably means the role of um local marketing gets more important if anything because that dealership is going to become a 
you know a, a shop window for the brand and a destination where you know the test drive still happens and the the servicing work and the you know the customer experience um is is still going to happen and you know that customer satisfaction is still largely going to be down to the the dealership experience um you know the the purchase of the vehicle may end up going online and you know there's certain brands who are who are involved in that at the moment but only a very very small percentage of people are, are buying online you know the probably the the industry headlines would have you believe that you know this is this is happening rapidly and everyone's doing it but but you know the majority of people are not buying a car online at the moment so um you know we we kind of wait and, and see how that um develops really but as i said i think that the role of local marketing becomes even more important you know when that agency model comes in because you know the the dealership is really going to need um high awareness in their local area you know they're going to need to to really you know be reaching out as their as their own brand uh, as such and um and making their local um car buyers aware of them yeah and i get i guess it in in theory it m- might help with one of the challenges we've always had which is this sort of um the fact that it's very difficult to have a single customer view when you know all, all the data is split into you know potentially siloed um areas of uh, you know head office data and then the the dealer data so i guess the benefit of this is you know we we should be able to have a much deeper understanding of the customer and where they are um you know pre-purchase and and post-purchase which is is absolutely key um you know i'd always remember the dealer had said to me you know any fool can sell a car but getting the customer coming back again and again is where the where the magic is and i I guess with this agency model that should become easier and and probably partners up nicely with the the whole idea of the connected car and connected services and um you know having a real understanding of that you know where that customer is with the with their car really um so i think we find it quite an exciting o- opportunity um and and this new hybrid world that um i think people call it digital i think is one of the latest buzzwords but the idea of very much blending physical and virtual to get the the best outcome for the customer has got to be our objective i would think um yeah. Yeah. And as you say, there's always been that conflict, hasn't there, when it comes to data? You know, is it the brand's data? Is it the dealer's data? Is it the the finance company's data who have funded the the finance for the customer? And there's yeah, there's always been a bit of a um a reluctance for for sharing and, and kind of working for the greater good. So um yeah, hopefully that some of that is is removed, as you say. Excellent. And then um I mean, on the closing piece, really, as far as the sort of outcome of this particular um, project is the QR codes that we've built into the creative are all um, fully trackable, aren't they? So we should be able to have a a good understanding of how um, customers or or prospects are are engaging with this bit of POS, which was something that was always, you know, very difficult um, to do in the old days um, when we used to fill showrooms with wonderful bits of cardboard um you never really knew what impact that was having so um by by using these qr codes we were able to have much better visibility on on what customers are looking at and what and, and what they're viewing and what they're interested in i guess yeah absolutely and 
um, I think you know the clients have been had, we've had great great feedback from the clients, um, which is which is lovely to hear. And you know, thinking about it, actually, this was a this was a really cost effective solution for them as well. I think naturally, when you think, oh, you know, we need something new in the showroom, and it it kind of needs to do the the physical job, the digital job. You you know, you you're thinking you're going to be spending tens of thousands of pounds, but actually, this has was been a really cost effective approach for them, mm. which is you know well thought out. It's it was easy to execute, and and you know, it's it's returning the results. A good a good example, I guess. You know, without blowing our own trumpet too much, but of. Um, us taking the brief and actually, I mean, I've got uh, I've got a um, a quote here from uh, from the retailer marketing manager who said it, it's not what I was expecting, it's way better, um, and that's I guess a case of how Acuity will take a brief and uh, uh, analyze it in effect and uh, come up with a solution that perhaps you know the client wasn't uh, wasn't expecting, um, and I guess also. Um, I mean, from 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 your perspective, Graham, this is uh, this has landed a, a few months ago, um, but now the the client has got a, a completely new brand which is rolling out. So you, so you're going to be looking at this now as to you know what that might look like. Is that is that uh, are we having to scrap what we've done and start completely again, or or does our stuff you know still stand out as a as a great piece of marketing that that needs a few tweaks? I'm. Um, oh, my internet. Uh, I think we lost you for a minute, then, Graham. Sorry, my internet keeps dropping off. Okay. Yeah, that's like very intermittent. Sorry. That's all right. Can Go you hear me? Far away. Well, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Huh? Um. So, well, Mike, do you want to take that? I missed one your out? question. Yeah, Mike, do you want to take that one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, as, as Graham said uh, when he was speaking earlier, we, um, you know, we, we very much wanted longevity with with these materials. Now, um, the the project's gone live for a few months and then actually the, the client is is having a, uh, a rebrand. Um, and yeah, we're, we're not having to start from scratch. You know, we, we are able just to apply that that new updated brand into to what we've got. Which is uh, again uh, from a, a time and cost point of view, you know, it's a, a kind of efficient process for us to do. Um, so yeah, no need to start from scratch. We can we can literally update and and roll it out again, and you know, no uh, no kind of big delays or or anything like that. Mm. And and I guess overall, this is a part of a journey that we're we're taking our client on really, which is um, uh, sort of blending. I it's just, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, buzzwords but like an omni-channel experience really so this is about kind of digitizing the network and um, allowing customers to have access to content however they want to absorb it which is you know what you were talking about at the beginning and these these spec sheets are just one part of that we're 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 reinventing or we have reinvented the way the brochures are, are working so that rather than it being a, a download it's uh, something that's available uh, online with you know aggregating content that the, the the brand has spent thousands of pounds developing to explain this technology and do this so really those brochures are becoming very much the the new silent salesman because they've got so much um, interactive content with them which allows the customer to get a 
a, a much deeper understanding of the tech that is in these cars. So I think, you, you know, we touched on it before that, you know, the days where, you know, wind up windows and a radio were on option, are, are, you know, are long gone now. And these cars have got very, very technical stuff in them, which is, is you know, can be very difficult for customers to 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 explain. And, and, and this way, you know, we are doing part of that job as part of that whole um, sales mm-hmm. process active consideration stage where we're showing off the great things that we're bringing to market really. I think those technologies can be quite difficult for manufacturers to name as well, mm. uh, not just for customers to understand. Um, they tend to be quite long. Yes. Um, so if there is uh, if there is a video that supports what it actually does, that's you know all, all so much better. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we are um, coming to to the end of our session. So um, thank you, Mike and uh, Graham for joining us today. Hopefully uh, people that have uh, have had a listen have uh, enjoyed this information. It's it's going to be uh, one of a, a forthcoming series where we just try and lift the lid on life at Acuity, um, the work that we do, but also give you some insights into the world of uh, local marketing for, for national brands and how it can be a, a key differentiator, um, something that gives them a real competitive advantage in a, in a busy marketplace. Um, so yeah, we look forward to seeing you next time.